Good morning. Welcome to the Monday group call for all the Montier organization agents. Ready to get started today? I'm back in Miami after a few weeks of vacation, coming back from Spain. Good morning, Manny. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Here we are. Here we are. Ready to get started. I uh, want to... Uh, to start the day by saying thank you for being patient and I missed the past two weeks of uh, group coaching call. I was on vacation and now I'm back. I'm back and you're going to see me now with a lot of more mobility. I came back from vacation with new plans. I'm going to be trying not being in the office three to four days a week. I'm going to be in the office only on Mondays and probably Thursdays. So I uh, learned a, a lot of good things on vacation during the past two weeks, all right? The higher your mobility, all right? Uh, the lower your barriers to your, uh, and your attachment to geographical locations. And we need that in order to grow our real estate business. Got it, all right? As real estate agents, we are always so concentrated in our little area within our city few agents, few clients, right? Very, very small world. So uh, having the opportunity to travel so much during the summer, meeting other extremely successful real estate agents uh, changed my perspective. Uh, we belong to a group and we met in Washington uh, about a month and a half ago where you see agents doing 1,200 transactions per year. 1,200, 1,500 transactions per year, right? You see agents uh, that have teams where they're making $500,000, $600,000 per month, right? So the environment to which I've been exposed during the past year has completely changed the way I think about real estate. For those of you who've uh, been in coaching for many years, I'm telling you that what you're going to see from now on, it's something that you've never seen before in real estate. And most likely, the conversations we're going to be having in real estate are going to be extremely powerful, but I warn you, they're going to be extremely powerful, but most agents won't understand. Got it? Because unfortunately, they have not been exposed to what I've been exposed and to what you are going to be exposed. So remember, we talked about that before I went to Spain two weeks ago. What is the number one? I don't know if you remember, guys. Let's see. What is the number one? The number one factor that determines success. What, what is code. number one? Your zip code. There you go. Very good, guys. You're paying attention, right? So your zip code. Now, for most people, they can't change their zip code, even if they wanted to, because of school restraints for their kids because of work restraint, because family restraints, I get that, right? We can change the zip code sometimes, 
but we can change the people we associate with. Got it? So again, you're gonna be exposed to ways of thinking about your business, about your money, about your finances, about your productivity that are not the common, the common norm, right? For that reason, you need to be very careful to the people you speak to, but more important, to the people that speak to you. Got it? All right? You got to be careful to the people you speak to, but even more important, you got to be very, very, very careful, especially professional-wise, right? To the people you let talk to you. Got that? All right. So perfect. We're going to get started today with something very interesting that I want to share with you. In order to, to put in place, to execute on everything that we learn in coaching, all right, first and foremost, we have to avoid what? Distractions, right? Distractions are inevitable. We, they exist. And it's not because of the age we live. I was reading a little bit of history a few days ago, and uh, I learned that when the radio, right, came to existence, a lot of people in that age said, oh my God, this is such a huge distraction, right? And the same thing happened with the TV. Oh my God, now, before you have the radio, now you have the TV and the radio, such huge distractors. Now, what do we have? We have the internet, right? But after the internet, we have social media. So we have the radio, the TV, the phone, the phone, and Ellie's showing the phone, right? We have the phone, we have the, all of those things. Now, they are distractions only if we let them. They're very good tools. They're not bad. The radio is great for music. TV is great for documentaries, right? The phone is amazing for connectivity. Social media is great. And this morning I was talking, I don't know if Thomas is here today, right? But if you are not a social media consumer, but a social media producer, it's amazing. How many leads do we get from social media? How inexpensive it is to get leads from social media? How fast do we get leads from social media? So it's social media, it's amazing. It's great, right? Now, the question is not, are we using social media? The question is, is social media using us? And how do we answer that? Well, it's simple. If I'm getting leads from social media, I'm using social media. If I'm not getting leads from social media, I'm a consumer, social media is using me. They're packaging my information, my profile, my behavior on social media. They package that and they sell it to the producers of social media. Does that make sense? Yes or no? Got it? So again, the radio is amazing. TV is amazing. The internet, oh my God, it's an amazing invention. Social media, it's great for our business if we know how to use it, right? So what we want to do, and today I want to talk about that and, and answer your, at least I'm going, to, I'm going to give at least 30 to 40 minutes on how to avoid distractions because everything we learn in coaching, we can implement if we avoid those distractions, all right? But if we let distractions right, get on the way, it's very difficult to implement what we learn in coaching. And remember, one more time, I'm going to go through the three pillars that every single real estate agent needs to develop. 
So I'm going to mention pillar number one. Let's see if you remember pillar number two and pillar number three. Now, in order to be a successful real estate agent, you need three things, right? Learn how to what? How to generate more leads, right? That's pillar number one. You need to learn how to generate leads. If you don't generate leads, that's it. It's game over. Nothing else will happen in your business, right? We need to learn how to generate leads in a consistent basis. And we need to learn how to generate leads, more leads that we're able to handle. Why? Number, uh, uh, principle number one in coaching is that it's much easier for people to do business with you when they find you instead of when you find them. You want to have so many leads that you don't have time to follow up. It's just people reaching out to you, people reaching out to you, people reaching out to you, right? And I see Yvonne, I see Yvonne, Yvonne if, if you can just say hi, Yvonne, you, you work in, 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 uh, in pre-construction for many, 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 many years. And, and, and you work in, the, in, in some of the hottest mar markets around the country, right? right? With some of the, the hottest products, right? You work with Swire, which is one of the biggest developers in the world, right? From Asia. Yeah. And you had sometimes, you had so many, sometimes you had such, such a hot product that you just came, people just came coming in. Remember back in 2006, 2004? That is so true. Right? You know what to do with, yes. Right, so you you had to pick the people you wanted to sell to, like assigning properties to agents and clients, right? Exactly. Do you have time to follow up and call people back? No, you had to kind of make the time and work overtime to get those things done. Right, right. So, and that that's what we want to get to. We, we we've been taught for so many years that the breakdown is in the follow up, and that is true if you're an average sales professional, got it? That is true. If you're an average sales professional or below average sales professional, you need to follow up. Now, if you're a true, truly, truly successful, top of the notch, top of the line, top of your industry sales professional, you never follow up. You just don't have the time. You are in such high demand that there is no time to follow up. By the way, I have a conversation with you, Mr. Klein, for 10 minutes. I don't have 40 minutes, an hour and a half, two days. I have 40 minutes, I've got 10 minutes with you. You let me know if you're ready to take action, yes or no. Got it? All right. So we want to get to that point. So what I'm, why am I saying this? Well, we need to generate enough leads. When we have enough leads, if you had 60 listings and 10 buyers trying to buy a property with you, would you follow up with a new lead? Yes or no? No, you don't have the time. You don't follow up, do you understand? Right? When was the last time Dr. Oz from TV did a follow-up call to a patient or to a potential patient? He doesn't have time. He has a, has a line of people that want surgery with him, right? You want to get to that level. Got it? Where you never follow up. And how do you do that? You need to have enough leads. That's pillar number one. As a real estate agent, you need to have enough what? Leads. Got it? All right. So that's number one. Good. Now, number two, you need to develop the skill of converting those leads into final clients. Right? That's the art and science of conversion. You know that. I've said that many times before. Right? Don't ever assume that you know 
how to pre-qualify, follow up, present, handle objections, and close. That's conversion. You might be good at it, but you will never be perfect. And you have to improve that skill in a daily basis. I work on that still to this day. It's what I do the most. I read and read and read. I practice and practice and practice over and over and over and over again. I practice my openings. I practice my middle of the speech and I practice my closings all the time. And I'm trying new closings all the time, right? I never assume that I'm good enough. I can always be better. You need to improve your pre-qualification, your follow-up, your presentation, your objections, and finally your closing. What's number three? What's number three? Don't know? Don't know, seriously? Okay, I'm gonna go back again. Remember, look, look at you guys laughing, right? If we wanna increase the number of sales, five things you have that in your, in, 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 our, in our modules. Number one, it's pre-qualifying. I need to learn how to pre-qualify. And that should not take me more than two to three minutes, right? Number two, follow-up, all right? By the way, we want to get to a point where we do not follow up anymore. Number three is what? Presentation. How much? First, how often? How much? And with what intensity do you practice your presentation? With what intensity? Oh, look at Jenny laughing, right? If you look at, at our meeting uh, today with, with my team, Daniel and I, so before we have an event, what do we do? You guys know that. We leave the city, our family, for two to three days so we can improve and practice our presentation. And I practice my presentation, especially the closings, every single day. You can always do better. You want to leave your clients at, oh, wow. Um, and here's the beautiful thing. Most real estate agents are not even trained to do a presentation. Imagine you practicing your presentation every single day. You'll be taking business away from all the other agents every single day. It's so easy. Real estate is so easy compared to other industries. Now, if you're a lawyer, you're competing with lawyers that invested seven years of their lives three to $400,000 in education. They are truly invested. They let everybody know for seven to 10 years, I'm going to be a lawyer. There is a huge social commitment. Same thing with architects, same thing with accountants, same thing with doctors. There is a huge financial, emotional, and social investment. Real estate agents, most of our friends don't even know we're real estate agents. Got it? So you're competing with people that have very low expectations and very little commitment. Take advantage of that. Take advantage. Got it? That's a beautiful thing about our industry. By the way, compare the top agents in our industry to the top lawyers, top accountants, top architects, 
we make so much money, so much money with very little knowledge. But imagine if you tenfold your knowledge, the amount of money you make with so little investment, so little risk, it's incredible. It's a huge opportunity. I got Thomas walking right now. Listen, I get, we got agents in coaching. I've been doing this for less than a year and a half. They're doing $400,000 a year. We got agents in six months. And by the way, it's not because of the market, because it's the, you see the number of transactions they've done in six, seven months with the license. Over $120,000, you, you can't do that as a, as a doctor. You can't do that. You can't do that as a lawyer. You can't do that as an architect, but you can't do it in real estate. I just want you to see the opportunity you have. Now, step number three is a, it's an even bigger opportunity, right? Step number three is what? So the three pillars, right? See it as a tripod, right? When you have a camera filming something, you need three legs, right? Leg number one is what? Lead generation for real estate agents. Lead, lead, uh, uh, leg number two is what? Lead conversion, right? Uh, and, and leg number three, if, if you see an opportunity as a real estate agent, oh my God, step number three is just, it's just humongous. What is it? Building what? Building what? Teams. There you go. Exactly. You're going to sleep today. Building teams. Oh my God. Is, is that an opportunity? That's an opportunity. Most agents won't even talk about because they don't know. That's why, why I said, be careful, all right, who you speak to, but be even more careful, careful right, about the people that talk to you. Got it? So the, the, the opportunity you have to truly build a business, to stop trading, like Thomas said, stop trading time for money is huge in real estate. No financial investment, just commitment, not much, not much knowledge, just coaching. Got it? We're not asking you to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're not asking you to invest more money in coaching. Just follow the program. Just follow the program. Now, in order to do all those three things, right? One more time. What are the three pillars of a real estate agent? Number one is what? Lead what? Generation. There you go. Thank you, Jenny. Number two is what? Conversion. And number three is? Building team. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Now you know what to do. And in coaching, we teach you all of them. Absolutely all of them. Well, but I'm kind of new. I don't know where to go. Go to the forum. We'll answer your questions there. All right? Well, I don't know what. Follow each module. In each module, we teach you exactly how to do those three things. Now, let's go to how to avoid distractions as a real estate agent so you can implement. Because those distractions, vacation, school, the kids, family, family visiting, social media, emails, TV, radio, traffic, that is not going away. The question is not, how do I eliminate them? The question is, okay, how do I create an environment, right? An environment that allows me to block those things, all right, from destroying my business. 
or getting on the way of my business. So let's get started with that. So this morning, we talk about this, and, and thank you, Thomas, because I had a list, and he, he, he mentioned something very, very interesting, and I completely changed. So the first thing we need to do, slideshow from here, start, all right? And again, I want to do at least 30, 40 minutes, and then we can go into your real estate, real estate questions. Number one, be conscious, right? We got to be conscious. How many hours do we have during the day? Please tell me out. How many hours do we have during the day? 10. That's it. Most people think, oh, I have 24 hours. And, and Jenny, well, I, Jenny, I assume you were listening to the radio show this morning. So thank you. All right. Oh, so <laughs> how many hours do we have during the day? We don't have. To. Who said 24 hours? Productive days. Thank you, Elliot. It goes like this. We don't have 24 hours. We have 10 hours. Got it? We only have 10 hours. Now, eight hours sleeping, right? Then we have three hours for what? Eight hours sleeping, one more hour, which is nine, getting ready, men shaving, women uh, putting makeup, right? Three hours, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So that's 12. One hour commuting, that's 13, right? And between the bathroom and the kitchen for snacks, whatever, that's another hour. That's 14 hours just in maintenance. So you're left with how many hours? 10 hours to produce professional results, physical results, and emotional results, interpersonal relationships with your friends, wife, husband, and kids. 10 hours? Hmm. Nobody taught us that before, right? Nobody said, everybody says 24 hours. You only have 10. 10 hours. So how we're going to avoid distractions. By the way, we were talking this morning in the radio show and, and, and they say, well, not counting all the phone calls you have during the day, which are not always productive. So it's about, about 10 hours. But if you have the phone calls, might be what, eight hours? Not eight hours for business, eight hours for business, for your body and for your mind, uh, for your emotional uh, development which is your family, right? So how do I avoid that? All right, be conscious. Number one, we gotta be conscious. We don't have, and I have a mistake here. We don't have 24 hours. We have only what, 10 hours. Number two, plan ahead. We say it all the time, right? As real estate agents, the day starts when? The night before. The night before. There you go. The day starts the night before, right? Remember, we want to plan ahead and the day starts the night before. What do we want to plan the night before? We plan the night before three goals. And we mentioned that three goals, right? For next day, we want to accomplish three things next day. If we do that, then we'll have 720 things that we accomplished in a year. Three things per day, multiply times five days, that's 15. Multiply four weeks, that's 60 times 12 months, that's 720 things. Imagine how concentrated, focused you will be if you know I have three things that I need to accomplish. And if I accomplish those three things today, I can go home. I can do more, but those are the three things. And I will stick to it for the next year. So I can accomplish 720 conscious 
things, using Thomas' word, conscious things, 720. But the only no way I know how to do that is because I planted one the night before, right? So the next point that I want to make right here is as a real estate agent, I want to make sure that I wake up early. Two things, all right? Nobody will argue with the power of waking up early. And two things, I wanna wake up at the same time and I wanna have the same routine. When I wake up at the same time, so the body get used to it after a month, if you wake up every single day at the same time after a month, it doesn't really matter if you slept two hours, you will wake up at the same time. The body has an internal clock. We wanna be able to utilize it, right? Most of us don't use our internal clock for waking up. We wanna make sure that you use it. So it's easy for you. All right, so after that, we wanna make sure that we follow with planning, all right? And strategizing from home. From home. You wanna create a strategy, all right, from home. Step number four, and your plan for the day. Remember the phrase, once you leave home, the day what? The day is no longer yours, got it? Once you leave home, the day is no longer yours. So you want to make sure that you strategize and you plan from home. And you identify the three goals for today, the night before. Be conscious. Conscious today, at the end of the day, I have my goals for tomorrow. I wake up in the morning and I have a plan and a strategy to accomplish those goals. Does that make sense? Imagine doing that, the simplicity and clarity you will have as a real estate agent. Remember, there is a saying that you, most of you hear before, right? With great power comes great what? Responsibility. Responsibility, right? So now as a real estate agent, automatically you've been given a huge power, which is freedom of time. But with that power, comes also a huge responsibility. Now you are responsible for producing. If you have a boss, he tells you what to do, when to do it. And by when you need to get it done completely. When to get to the office, when to leave the office, how many minutes you have for lunch, if you can go to the bathroom or not. You don't have that power, but now you do. Now there's great responsibility, got it? So we want to make sure we maximize it. Remember, how many hours do we have during the day? 10 hours. That's it. We only have 10 hours. All right. So make sure that you strategize for home. All right. Once you leave home, the day is no longer yours. Now, I want to start, I want you to shift, especially for women that, you know, want to take care of the husband, the kids, and do so many things. I want you to start with the no. What do I mean by that? Every activity, every new business, every new idea that people come to you with, what are you going to say first? What are you going to say? No. No. Jenny, you know what? I have this great opportunity. What are you going to say first? No. No? Let me analyze it, think about it, and give you a final answer. Hey, Jenny. Listen, there's a, huge, a great, great seminar at the association. Why don't you come with me? What are you going to say first? No. 
No. Let me think about it and I'll give you a final answer by tomorrow. Got it? Every single time there is an opportunity, there is an event, there is an activity, first you say no, right? You look at your goals and your calendar or your projects, right? And does this actually aligns with what I want to accomplish for the next 90 days? If not, I'm not saying it's not important. I'm saying it's not my priority right now. My brother and I have worked like that for many years, right? We were taught by Dan Sullivan, my, my, my coach, right? That you pick three to five projects every 90 days and you stick to it. It doesn't matter if the best opportunity in the world comes around. Listen, I got, you can make a, a gazillion dollars doing this. Great. I believe it's a great opportunity. Let's stuck in three months by the end of the quarter. Got it? Most real estate agents are just jumping from one place to another. They go to this social media presentation. They go to that Zoom class. They go to the association. They go to their office and they're jumping all over without a plan. That's why we, every three months, what do we do? We meet, we create a retreat, right? We plan for the next three months. So you do not allow distractions to come into your workplace. You pick three to five projects and that is it. Once you pick those projects, you stick to it. No, but this one is a better opportunity. You pick those three projects. Now put that potential opportunity, put it in a, in, first in your pipeline. Now, when the quarter ends, I'm gonna take a look at that opportunity. That's gonna be my priority to look at it. And then when my planning session at the beginning of next quarter comes, I will analyze that. Right now, I'm sticking to my social media marketing development. I'm sticking to my becoming a listing agent planning. I'm sticking to developing my real estate team. I'm sticking to developing my business in pre-construction, whatever you pick. Because you're all, there are not lack of opportunities. Well, there is a huge lack of execution. Got it? And usually one opportunity is not better than the other. It's just another opportunity. And the value of that opportunity is in the execution. It is not in the idea. By the way, if you guys research this, I think, I think there's ideas.com. There's a website that teaches you how little value ideas have. Oh, I have this great idea. George, you can't believe it. It's just amazing. The value is not in the idea. The value is in the execution. Got it? So you stick to a plan. We help you determine that plan. And we're going to do that in October, right? For two weeks in October, we're going to develop your three-month plan. And you're not going to do anything but those three things. Three to five projects. That's it. Nothing else. And I do not care what comes in. You're going to say what? No. No. So the best way or one of the best ways to avoid distraction is to always say no first. It's not a final no. Hey, let's go to the beach. No. But well, what do you mean? No. Okay. So when, when do you want to go to the beach? No, no, Saturday morning. All right. What do I have Saturday morning? 
Let me check my calendar. What are my plans for Saturday morning? You know what? I'll let you know by the end of the day. Always a no first. Got it? Let's go to lunch. No. What do you mean? No, no. Let me check. And I'll let you back. Let, let you know in 30 minutes to 40 minutes. Always a no. Because you always have a plan. Remember, when did you make your plan for today? When? Last night. Right? And if you see your plan, your calendar, let me see, your calendar should be completely full. Right? Here it is. I'm scheduled from 7 a.m. in the morning, right? Until 7 p.m. at night. By the way, I'm gonna show you that forever. You see this right here? That's my calendar. Look, every single day, 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 every single day. It's always scheduled. It's always scheduled, always scheduled. From the time I wake up, to the time I go to sleep, always scheduled, always scheduled, always scheduled, right? There is a plan that I identified last night and I'm, I'm gonna be with you right now with, with you, Ali. I wanna stick to it. If I don't, right, I got to start from zero next day. So one of the best things you can have to avoid distraction is what? Is to have your calendar next to you all the time and nothing around your calendar, nothing. Got it? Ellie, you had a question? No, for some reason, this is raising my hand every five minutes. Okay. Maybe it That's wants fine. me to ask questions. <laughs> okay. That's all right. Not yet. Right? Okay, perfect. So right here, first say no, the calendar. I just show you the calendar, right? Do you work with a calendar? What calendar do you use, Orlando? It doesn't matter. It's not the calendar, it's not the tool, it's not the brand, it's not the app, it's the use of it. Buy an American Express, remember that American Express calendar that was given to us in the 1990s? So old, doesn't matter, use that one. As long as you use it. And Marieta, don't laugh, because if you're laughing, you mean that you're as old as I am. I'm just kidding, <laughs> right? By the way, look at Juan Manuel, we're all laughing, 1990s, you see that, that, that calendar? You know, the, uh, it it's, doesn't matter. If that works for you, what's the best one? The one that works for you. That's it, right? I use this calendar, it's the Google. I do a screenshot and then I put it in the app Google uh, called uh, GoodNotes. That's it, that works for me. For me, maybe it won't work for you, doesn't matter. Your calendar needs to be 100% full from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep. Even, look at that right here. What do I put in this one? 8 p.m. Family time. Got it? If I don't schedule time for my family, what do I do when I get home? I get on the phone. I keep working. You schedule it, family time. Now, if, you're not, if you don't schedule your emails, what do you do during the day? You look at your emails the whole day. Got it? So if I show you my emails, I haven't checked my emails today, right? I check my emails usually at 11.30 and at 4.30. Got it? Twice a day. That's it. 
But when I'm checking my emails, that's the only thing I'm doing. There's no distractions. It's only the emails. And my inbox, by the end of the day, at 4.30, it's always usually clean. I learned that. It's not that I'm a special. I learned that I was trained to work like that, to be more productive. When I'm doing emails, it's emails. And I have a timer for my social media because it's fun. I enjoy going into Instagram. It's a lot of fun. But there's a timer, right? In my case, it's 15 minutes. In your case, maybe 20 minutes. It might be 10 minutes, whatever, right? 15 minutes. And it's usually leisure time because I have a team that handles my social media accounts, right? They do the posting. But I like to go into social media. It's fun. But I do it when I, I don't do it during working hours. After 6.30, 7, right? I learned that. And, and all of us can learn that, right? All right. So perfect. Let's continue right here. The calendar technology. All right. Please take a screenshot of this one because it's very important. Now, let me, before you take the screenshot, let me, wait, wait, wait. Let me correct uh, this. I, I found this mistake. So let me correct. Oops. Let me correct this and go here. All right. So right here, please take a screenshot of this one, which is very, very, very important. Right here. Take a screenshot. Right here. Technology. Put your phone in. Do not disturb. If I show you my phone, it's always forward and in do not disturb. Let me see right here. Let me show you this right here. It's always in. Do not disturb. And my phone is always forward to my assistant. Got it? So take it one more time. Let's go there. Put your phone in. Do not disturb. Turn off all the alarms. When you're doing deep work, when you're focused, when you're concentrating, you know, the slightest sound from your phone, computer, iPad, your watch will take you out of course, all right? Turn off the internet. Keep your phone away. Leave it in the car. Shut it in the other room. Something that I started doing with my family is that when we go out, I, this might work for you. When we go out, my, my son, my daughter, my wife and I put our phones in her purse right? This is what I experimented. I feel relieved. Literally. So, oh my God, I don't have to carry anything, right? So last night, I, we went to a, to a restaurant in South Miami. All I had to take was the credit card. I put my wallet, my headphones, my keys in the glove compartment, and I just slept with my, my credit card. I, I felt very good, right? Just credit card, one credit card. Try that. Everybody's put phones in mommy's purse. That's it. That's it. Nobody in the phone. It's kind of weird because we are used to be on the phone all the time. For so many, let me check this. Let me check that. Let me check the other thing. Put the phone away. Go in the car, put it in the back. Right? I put it on the front because I have a Tesla. So with my, uh, with my son, we put the phones. We go to the baseball game and we put it in the front. In the, they call it the the frunk, not the trunk, the frunk. That's the way they call it, right? So we get the phones and we put it in front, right there. And there's, all we can do is listen to music or talk or talk, which is weird in 2021 or talk, right? So that, by the way, 
the fewer distractions, and this is very important. Maybe you would say, well, well, this is not about real estate. This is about real estate. Because in few industries, we have the opportunity to be so distracted as we are in real estate because we own our time. We can do whatever we want, whenever we want. And that, you know, that is great power, but also great responsibility. Got it? Now, every time you're on the phone, every time you go into social media, your brain is making decisions. Got it? Your brain is making decisions. Do I look at this? Do I press on that picture? Do I read that quote? Do I see that post? Do I comment on that post? Do I keep scrolling? So when it's time for you to concentrate, it's very difficult. Not only that, here's the most dangerous part. And I highly recommend you see that. Anybody saw the social dilemma in Netflix? The social, oh, Marieta, very interesting, right? Very interesting. So this is what's happening. When you go into social media, and again, nothing wrong with social media is the way we use it. Nothing wrong with it. I love social media. Thanks God it exists. But what happens is that the more you scroll, the more you go into one post to the other, the more you're rewiring your brain. Got it? And that's why you don't want to give it to small kids. You don't want to use it that much yourself. You're rewiring your brain to have very short what? Attention. Spans, right? So your brain is learning, okay, I go from here, three, four seconds, jump, 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 jump. When it's time to ask my brain, all right, let's focus for the next half an hour to watch the modules to practice the presentation. The brain is like, whoa, what's going on? Why, 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 why? It can't do it. You're rewiring your brain. So with your kids, with your family, try doing it and you see how you'll feel. Because your brain is going a thousand miles. Jump, 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 jump. Time to concentrate. I need to jump. Yeah, and, and Jenny laughs at it, but it's, it, it, look at this. It's, it's, by the way, guys, this is science. This is not my opinion. I highly recommend you watch the, the social dilemma. Right? And the tools they use to keep you engaged, to keep you distracted, to keep you jumping from one thing to the other, right? You click, God, God forbid, you click on a car on social media. What do you see next? More cars. And you click again, and you're going to see more cars. But all of a sudden, you jump into baseball, and what are you going to see? Baseball. Boom, 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 boom. Again, nothing wrong with it. I love social media we need to learn how to use it. All right, perfect. So that's that on that one, all right? Limit your app time, turn off your internet, keep your phones away. Meetings, meetings. All right, so two things about meetings. Number one, reduce the number of meetings. Reduce the number of meetings. You don't need to meet for everything. Let's meet for coffee. Wait, 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 wait. What's the first answer? Let's meet for coffee? No. no. The first answer, automatically. No, let me check. And I'll let you know in 30 minutes, tomorrow, next week. The first answer, let me, let, oh, let's, let's be for, what were we in a meeting for a coffee for? I got only 10 hours a day. I need to take care of my health, my family, and my business. What coffee are we meeting for? Are you crazy? No, to chat. Well, if, if that's part of my, and Jenny laughs, right? Now, if that is part of my emotional development, interrelational, inter, you know, inter, uh, uh, personal relationship that yeah great yeah that's part of it hey but listen you're going to be with me 
I see you on the phone. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to punch you in the throat. And had it, right? So we're going to meet for half an hour. What's the agenda? Is it professional? Okay, if it is professional, what are we going to talk about? No, no, it's just to talk. Talk about what? No, it's, it's a relaxation time. Okay, what time are we going to pick for that? Maybe 7 p.m. Saturday, great, but we're going to relax. I don't want to see you in the, in the, in the, in the phone. <laughs> Liam laughed, right? If I see you in the, in the, on the phone, I'm going to punch you in the throat, right? <laughs> okay, we, we want to make sure that, that we engage, that we're present, right? So limit the number of meetings. We meet for so many things. Number two, limit the time you meet. So you let them know in advance, hey, Liam, we're going to meet for coffee. This is the agenda, all right? Great. I only have 50 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And you let your assistant know. I do that all the time. I let, I let Mariana know. Mariana, call me at 2.15, right? To let the, hey, Liam, I got another meeting. Somebody, the, my assistant is calling me. I got to go to the other meeting. So there's an agenda. And, and when you have an agenda with your client, your client is way more productive. He knows, listen, I got three hours. And those three hours, we're going to see property A, property B, property C. We're going to meet. We're going to understand the three main things about the area, the three main things about the city, the three main things about the project, right? We're going to pick a unit and we're going to make an offer, right? And we got to get that done in three hours because you got to leave back to your country, right? Or because you have to do it and I have to meet with another client. Is that great? I'm good, good. Let's put, hey, Mr. Client, let's play a game. Play a game. Let's see if we can get it done in three hours. Let's play a game, Mr. Client. Can we get this done in three hours and pick the property you're looking for in three hours? Same thing, your listing presentation. Got it? Mr. Client, Fabrice, I don't want to waste your time. Thank you very much for having me in your house, right? I want to be respectful of your time. I also have other things to do. I want to give you deliver the best service and the highest value in the next 30 minutes. Are you okay with 30 minutes? What about if we can accomplish that in 20? Can we focus for the next 20 minutes on how I can help you sell your home for the highest price on the best terms? Can we do that in 20 minutes? Perfect. Let's play a game. 20 minutes. Let's get started, Mr. Klein. Okay, here we go. Number one, number two, number three. That's the listing presentation. Let's go into the objections. Any questions? Imagine if you prepare your clients that way, how much you both can accomplish, how closer you can get because you're truly engaging, right? You're, you're using a strategy to have your, your client 100% submerged, focused, engaged with you. Let's put the next 20 minutes. I'm going to put Mr. Klein, I'm going to put my phone. I'm going to turn off my phone. Not even, I'm, I'm going to turn it off. Let's you turn it off too. Let's both turn it off because this is very important for you. And this is very important for me. If I get the top dollars in the time frame you want, what can you accomplish? You can move, you can go to the next house, you can get closer to, your, to the school of your kids, you can get closer to your home. Is this important for you? Of course it is, right? It's one of the biggest investments you're gonna make. You don't wanna make a mistake. A mistake can cost you $50,000. A mistake can cost you 10, 15 minutes every single day further away from your office and from your school, right? So is this important? I know how important it is for you to pick the new home. I know how important it is for you to get top dollars for your home. And I know how important it is to get it done fast because it's so important for you. It's also important for me because if you don't get it done, guess what? I don't get paid. 
right? So we both have the same, exactly the same goal. For that reason, I'm gonna turn on my phone. Can you turn off yours so we can concentrate for the next just 20 minutes and explain to you exactly what I'm gonna do to get your home sold. See how different of a conversation we're having with our client now? I'm dictating the normative, right? I'm leading the way in a very professional, also very engaging way. Play a game with your clients, right? All right, so let's go to the next one right here. Right here, the next one, email on social media, schedule it two to three times per day. You as real estate agents with so many clients, first thing, not first thing in the morning, first thing, uh, first thing when you get to the office, right? Around 9.30, 10, you should be checking your email. Before 9.30, usually you don't have that many emergencies. And if you do, you can do anything about it. Before 9.30, usually people are not, especially if you're in Miami, before 9.30, nothing is happening. If you're in Colombia, my God, 5.30 in the morning, that the street is like this, right? In Colombia, I'm amazed. When I go to Colombia to do uh, seminars, 5.30 in the morning, I'm in a car and you see those people in the buses, outside the buses, it's at school. At 5.30 in the morning, so why is these people going up, getting up so early, working from 5.30 in the morning? But if you're in South Florida, for example, before 9.30, try to call a plumber, a banker. They're not going to answer. Another real estate agent. Good luck. Good luck. It's not going to happen. Right? So, okay, by 9.30, yeah, and you guys laugh. You're Marietta Fabrizio. You, know, you guys are laughing because it's true. So, 9.30, schedule it. 10 minutes on emails. But those 10, 10, 10, 10 minutes is just to eliminate all the emails. Got it? Got to get something done within those emails, you put it in your calendar. Okay, where in my calendar is that going to fit? Then you can see your email again at 12, 11.30 or 12, 10 minutes. And then at the end of the day, 4.30, right? Now, if you have something urgent, whatever, yeah, you, you might bend the rule a little, little bit and you'll see it four times. But why are you going to see your email every 15 minutes? doesn't make sense. Nothing. We are not surgeons. Nobody's going to die. Got it? All right, perfect. So schedule the time two to three times per day, right? Rest, take breaks, conscious. Again, using Thomas Hoffman, who is walking right now, conscious breaks. Are you taking breaks every 45 minutes to 90 minutes? It can be every 45, every 90 minutes. Take breaks. Now, when I say take breaks from work, you know what people most, most, most of the time do? What do they do? They take a break from work and they jump into what? The phone. That's not a break. Exactly. That's the, oh, let me, let me take a break. Uh, oh, good luck. You went into the black hole and you go into your phone. You might end up in YouTube, Instagram. You have no clue. You ended up buying a pair of shoes. How, how came this? It was my break and I came out of the break with a new pair of shoes. A shirt, right? So the break is also from the phone, from technology, all right? Yeah, get some coffee, walk, whatever, take a break. Again, just schedule the break, 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, go to the bathroom, get some water, and then again, back again, 45 minutes to an hour, play a game. Look, three timers right here, two timers right here, one here, one here. I'm playing games with the time all, all the time. 
Can I get it done before the alarm sounds? It allows me to focus, to eliminate distractions, right? Okay, perfect. So let's go back right here. Before we finish today, avoid the office. Avoid the office. Yes, you hear me right. Most new real estate agents, some of you are new, say, Orlando, can you find me a company where they have an office close to me? I say, no, I can't. No, I won't. I won't do that to you. And they go to me, what do you mean? Yeah, I won't do that to you. Got it? The office, what do you need the office for? You know, common sense, man. Well, I'm a new agent. I want to, you know, I want to be around other agents, around other what? Other new agents. The office. The office in real estate companies, unless it is an exception, and there are a few exceptions, it is the most unproductive place. Who goes to an office, to a real estate office? The top agent or the new agent? Who goes to the office? The new agent. The experienced agent never goes to the office. He's in the street with clients. He's avoiding the office. And the few times he goes to the office, he does what? He closes the door. He's not talking to new agents. He's talking to clients. So don't go to the office. My brother and I, you know, kind of joke with this. It's just brand new agents, what do they do? Once they get out of licensing school, they create a new, a new chat of new agents. All the agents have the same experience, no experience, and they're trying to help each other. How are you going to help each other? It's like if you're drowning, you're, 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 what is it? you're drowning on a pool because they don't know, nobody knows how to swim. Oh, let, let me ask this other guy. He's drowning too. Does that make sense? So avoid the office. You don't want to go to the office. Got it? Because you're not going to find anything good at the office. What you're going to find is agents that are failing, that are worried, that are complaining. Unless your office is the exception. And if it is the exception, great, congratulations. You found, you found an, an oasis in the desert. Do not go to the office. Got it? All right? All right, perfect. Next. Right here, we got a very few minutes to go. Exercise, exercise. We don't have to go through all the benefits of the exercise, you know that you don't need to and you shouldn't. If you are more than 35 years old, and I think most of you, most, not all, but most of you are more than 35 years old. And even if you're 25, I don't think you're competing for the Olympics. Get it? And if you're not getting paid to compete, and don't laugh, Ellie, right? If you're not getting paid to compete, do not force your body too much. Have you seen retired athletes? This is the way they walk at 40. They can't even walk because they put so much pressure in their body that by 40, 50, 60 years old, they can't even walk. So do regular exercise every day, but not too strong. Now the new, the new mode of exercise is pushing the body up to 60 to 65%, no more than that, but a lot of frequency. Got it? All right? You are not competing for anything. All your the most the best thing about uh, exercise is you're oxygenating your brain, right? You're stretching your muscles. You're using your body, all right. But it's frequency and consistency. So I'm not an expert on that, but you can do all the research and you'll see. Share your calendar. Share your calendar with your loved ones so they know when you're busy, when you're not. Ooh, I love this one. When you see me in uh, in uh, events, what when you see me in events, what do you see me with? Headphones all the time. 
so people don't talk to me because I'm too busy doing other things, right? Thinking about the event, so I have my headphones, right? When you have the headphones, people usually don't talk to you. Or if I see somebody coming, I go like, yeah, 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 you're right. Like, like I'm talking, right? <laughs> yeah, but don't laugh. It's, it's, it's just it's techniques, right? For people not to talk to you. And you've been to many of our seminars. And you see me, you know, once people are sitting down and ready to sit down, what do I come with my headphones, like, like talking to somebody. Or sometimes you see, I go like, yeah, where's Jose? Jose is around here. You know, I've seen uh, say hi to Jose sometimes in the, in the, in the seminar. I'm going like this. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just letting you know, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just going like, so beyond, when you see people coming to you, whatever, get the phone. Yeah, yeah. And you, you simulate, right? I said extraction, right? All right. So the last one right here, the last two, close the door. If you're in an office, unfortunately, you have to go to the office, close the door. And finally, of course, sleeping. Without sleeping, none of it, nothing else works, all right? Sleeping, even more important than exercise. Try to get your seven to eight hours of sleep. I'm not an expert on that. I'm, of course, I'm not a doctor, so, but we all know the benefits of sleep, not because other people tell us, but because of experience, all right? So I know this is not the technical, uh, Francesca says, my baby pool. My, uh, I know this is not the most technical real estate session you hear before, but I hope you, you take this as one of the most important ones because without avoiding distractions, we can execute all the technical things we learn in coaching. So what I'm going to do, please take your phones out. If you can take your phones out so you can take a screenshot, all right? Even though this is being recorded, I want you to have it on your phone and be reminded in a daily basis of what you should be doing, right? Those things have worked for me. I did not invent them. I learned them. I experienced them and has helped, have helped many, many agents in coach, coaching, all right? So this is the first one. Please take a screenshot. This is the second one. Please take a screenshot, all right? Let's see, I think uh, Juan Manuel Valdez says, just wanted to let you know I was able to get my first listing. Oh my God, this is very, very good. Okay, to help me the same client find a home. So three transactions with this family. Very, very, very good, very good. Juan Manuel, congratulations. I know you got your license very few, few, few weeks ago. Amazing, amazing. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Irene, thank you. It is a very important thing to do. We all have to work on that. Irene, 100% right. Distractions. We got to eliminate distractions. We're going to master the art of eliminating those distractions. Uh, all right. Uh, Laura, thank you very much for reminding me. Thank you very much. Says two weeks ago, you mentioned that our next meeting, you would cover budgeting for real estate agents. All right. So that's going to be my next week. I'm going to put it right here. I'm going to uh, next session. I had it ready, but I think this is, I, I thought this was as important as budgeting. Uh, again, because without my, uh, without eliminating the distractions, I can even create a budget, right? I can even pay attention and follow. The, the, the great thing about budgeting is not creating the budget, it's following the budget and analyzing that budget in a consistent basis. Got it? But if we have those distractions, then we can follow that budget and analyze, right? So I did that today. My promise to you is that next week, 
I'm going to focus on budgeting for real estate agents. All right. So it is 11 p.m. Uh, David, thank you very much. Marieta, welcome. Marieta says, my first meeting, very helpful. Thank you very much. Today wasn't very technical, but it was very, very important to avoid those distractions. All right, guys. So remember, any questions you have, just go to your pla our platform, the Montero Organization. In the left-hand corner, corner, you have the forum. You can ask any questions you want. Any questions you want. We will answer it to you within 24 hours. Tomorrow, we have this same session in Spanish, 10 in the morning, all right? I think we change uh, the day for tomorrow uh, because of personal uh, family uh, matters that we have, but uh, be uh, on to the noon. other if you are in that one. I'm sorry? To noon, it's uh, noon tomorrow. At noon, at noon. Okay, perfect. It's at 12, all right? All right, guys, so it's 11.01. I wish you a very, very productive week. Any questions you have, please let me know. Juan, congratulations on your list. Guys, we are back now full speed for the fourth quarter 2021. Have an amazing, amazing day, guys. Take care. Mm -hmm.